Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Um, I think we're having some technical difficulties, so we're just doing a test. Okay, good. All right, so we're starting over because I was just talking for like six minutes, and Sam is Skyping me and saying, we can't hear you. So I am here. (laughs) Welcome to the AHA Moments radio show, and we are going to go ahead and start back all over again. All right, so I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday. And today we are talking all about manifesting more money, and I bet we're having technical difficulties because I've been working on this frequency heightening exercise that I've been doing and maybe I just blew out the, <laughs> the, the connection or whatever. So I see there's a lot of you on the line today. I wonder why. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and we will do a few readings on the uh, second half of the show. So if you'd like to call in, there's a lot of people here today. Uh, the number is 347 8537215 So let's start over just because I was uh, you know I was getting into my groove. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, oh well, you know, we're several hundred episodes in now so all in a day's work. So today we're talking about manifesting money and it is a I know it's a timeless topic. I know that it's something that people really get kind of charged up over. Uh, we always need more of it. The people have a lot of it, you know, are terrified they're going to lose it. The ones who don't have enough of it hate the ones who do. You know, there's all kinds of charge and all kinds of attachments and all types of, you know, um, stuckness and and all kinds of issues around money. But it's actually a lot simpler than you might think. And I've gone through um, all sorts of ups and downs with money because 
I take a lot of risks. And, and the only reason why I'm here is because I was willing to take some pretty big risks. And sometimes I land and I land like on a trampoline, I bounce and I go up. And sometimes I land in a pool with no water and flat on my face. So it's, it's the nature of entrepreneurship. And, and that's just what it is. So if you are an entrepreneur and you're listening to this show, welcome. I, you know, I feel you, I get it. Um, there's times when you have to know how to take calculated risk and there's times when you have to know how to kind of pull back and just chill. And there's times when you, you know, you have to just go, you know, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but what I really wanted to, um, just say before we get into it is we're going to probably go down a little bit of a road that's a little bit more unusual than what you're used to when you're hearing about manifesting money, because I've tested a whole lot of things across a whole lot of different practitioners and um, and I know there's certain things that absolutely have worked, and then there's other things that, you know, make sense on paper but don't make sense in practice. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that. And also, I just want to let you know that when I was thinking about um, the summer reading that I'm going to do, I was asking the guys once again because these Akashic readings are coming in with themes, you know, the kind of we did the IBIM readings and we had some other different types of readings. And the next round of readings will be abundance and prosperity readings in the Akashic Records. And I bring this up because the Akashic Records are extraordinarily powerful when it comes to really finding the origin of things and getting down to the bottom of things. And even if you can't get down to the most granular details, you really don't even really need it. You can do healings in that, in that, um, in the records that can unlock certain patterns. Okay. So, um, that actually is going to, I'm going to kind of dovetail that into our content for today too. We have two lineages, okay, that we're operating on. There's some ground rules I want to talk to you about that you're aware, have some higher awareness around this stuff. There's two lineages. We have what we call, I call our physical ancestral lineage. So that's your race and your, um, you know, your background, your, your nationality, you know, uh, your gender, all that kind of stuff, but your physical body, okay? So what lineage it came to? Are you Irish? Are you black? Are you Hispanic? Are you Italian? All that. And then who was, you know, and within that physical lineage, you have uh, a pattern, okay? You, there's a pattern for your physicality. You might have come from past lifetimes where you had a lot of debt. You might have come from past lifetimes where you had, you know, a tremendous amount of loyalty. But one of the things that's important to recognize is that, and it's easier to see this in your ancestral lineage, is that you can inherit not just your genealogy, but you can also inherit emotional uh, pathways. You can inherit uh, mental situations. You can, hand, you can inherit financial energies and situations, okay? So if you have a long lineage of, family members who had low self-esteem, uh, low self-love, you know, debt, you know, all kinds of money, uh, hang-ups around money, you can inherit that and take that on. Now, if you have, and you can also heal it and sort of shift and lineage in your family, in your family line, you can be that pivot point and go in a different direction. A lot of the issues that people have around money are inherited kind of get it from how we were, you know, raised. The best, I'm going to give you some books today, see some resources so you can go beyond this conversation. You know, when certain pieces of this resonate with you, I'll give you some tools to help you. The the guy who wrote the most that I've seen that was that was good about this whole inheriting your family's financial issues is T. Harv Eckert. It's E-K-E-R-T as in Tom, H-I-R-V two separate words, Ecker, and it's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And he is phenomenal with that aspect of it, okay? He really, really is, really cuts to the mustard, and he'll get into the details that I'm not going to get into on the show. But just so you know, if you're beating yourself up about money, there could be an ancestral lineage issue, okay? And that's what the Akashic Records can help on one hand. Then there's another lineage, okay? You have your physical lineage. And then you have your energetic lineage. So that's the lineage of your actual soul, your ball of energy, okay, that in this lifetime chose this 
this particular ancestral lineage, you are Scottish and Irish and French. And then in his last time incarnation, you were African and Moroccan, okay, or something on that one. And then in the incarnation before that, you know, you were Roman or whatever, okay? So, but your energy, that ball of energy that's taking on a body each lifetime is picking different ancestral lineages with different issues to work through for its own forward progression. All right, so in certain uh, lifetimes that you chose, you were wealthy. In certain lifetimes, you were the one who was loaning the money and people became indebted to you. In certain lifetimes, you were the one who was borrowing the money. In certain lifetimes, you were in debtor prison. In certain lifetimes, you could have been in jail. In certain lifetimes, you could have been a king or a queen or royalty or you could have had your money stolen from you. Okay? A lot of times, and I've heard this from several different you know, teachers, and I've seen this in my own record, a lot of times you'll get money, uh, you'll have someone in debt to you in one lifetime and you don't get repaid until another lifetime. So you see people who get windfalls. I've gotten several windfalls, I have to be honest, in my career. I just have. But people just show up and say, Mari, I just want you to progress. Can I give you a chunk of money? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And it actually helps propel me through to get to the point that I'm at without having to work a regular you know, day job as this business has been you know, going through its various ebbs and flows. And it gives me a lot more creative space to breathe, to test things, to try things, and to really develop something authentically and not just have to do it to crack the whip on, you know, paying bills. So those windfalls, though, have been that are repaid from past lifetimes. So sometimes, and, and when we get into your Akashic Records, we can pull that money forward. I've actually done, in my own Akashic Record reading, for myself, I've actually done you know, collection of monies, whether it was accumulation of wealth from other lifetimes or debts that were, could be repaid in this lifetime from other lifetimes, you can bring that energy forward into this energy and manifest money through those sources, okay? Now, this might, for those of you who are not into all of this just yet or you're beginning, this might sound really off the charts. For my more advanced people, I know you're probably leaping up and down right now, <laughs> um, saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because my more advanced folks are already, you know, doing a lot of multidimensional work. But I want you to recognize that energy is fluid and everything is in the present. So even our past and our futures are all sort of happening simultaneously. You've accessed all sorts of versions of yourself. Okay? So that's, that's number one. I wanted to talk about those two lineages. So that's very important. So I bring that up while I was talking about the Akashic Record readings, these new ones, because we can, once we open your records, I can help you to sort this out. And we can do actual... Um, exercises within the records to bring, to heal whatever debt patterns you have right now, whatever lack patterns you might have right now. If you're already doing okay and you want to go higher and further, then so be it and that along. Now, is it does that mean that you can just sit back? I've had literally had people call me on this show and say, is money going to kind of just drop on me? Can you just, can you see what my money's going to do? And I don't want you calling me in, calling in tonight and asking me that, okay? Because you have to take responsibility for the, you know, that it's a, it's an energy. It's, it's, there's action required, okay? But I'm going to talk to you about the type of action that's required because I know a lot of people who work like chickens without a head and they don't have enough, uh, enough money. So we'll get into that in a few minutes. But this show, and today's when you guys call in, this show is about helping you to really get a better hold on how this all works. Okay, and not me predicting is that money going to swallow the sky on you because that's not really serving you, but how you know you can identify where the little hitches are that if you just turn that hitch, things can start to flow for you. Okay, if you'd like to sign up for one of those Akashic readings, I'm I'm actually uh, doing about I think I put in uh, 12 new slots. I don't have a lot of time. Probably going to be doing this for like a week maybe two weeks this summer um, because then I have to do some traveling and stuff. So I'm not going to be around, but I wanted to get this started. So you can go on ahamomentsworld.com. And if you're on my email list, you'll get the email tonight um, to get a spot. Okay. So that's, that's that. Um, 
All right, so let's go into this money thing. There's a couple of things. So, so I talked to you about the two lineages. Very important to understand that because a lot of you beat yourself up about money. You know, you think, oh, what's wrong with me? You know, am I cursed? <laughs> Did somebody give me the evil eye? Whatever. And some of this stuff really doesn't belong to you. And then, of course, some of it belongs to all of us. I mean, I've had to go through the same thing. So sorting that out. Now, the next piece of this that I want to talk about before we get into the actual money, money, money thing is there's the difference between, because um, a lot of people, if they get a, do a vision board. My sister called me up the other day. She's like, oh, guess what I did? I read The Secret. And The Secret has these checks. And you got to put your name on the check. And you got to put much, how much money you want on the check. It's called a magic check. And then you look at it every day. And you hold it. And then in 30 days, you get the money. And she's never, ever done any of this stuff before. So I was just, I, she's adorable. You know, she's very, very excited. She probably will get the money because she has absolutely no hang-ups about it because it's all new to her. And, you know, you get that bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, no blocks, no locks. And, you know, she'll probably get all the money she wants. But for a lot of people, they've tried that. And, you know, it hasn't worked. Or at least they say that hasn't worked for them. That's just a tactic. But if your energy is not in the receptive mode, you can do all those tactics and the money's still not going to come. So it's not the tactic that's the issue. Every tactic works. Every single one of them works. It's just a matter of are you in the, in the zone to receive it, okay? And so we'll get into that. But there's, there's three types of focus sessions you can do, uh, three types of energy, energy sessions, let's say, that you can do, okay? You've heard of meditation, so meditation is one, and you've heard of prayer. Okay, and then there's what I call focus sessions. Focus sessions. I've heard them called um, treatments. I've heard them called, you know, they can call be called a whole lot of different things, but they're more active. Okay, they're not sitting in silence and and trying to create that kind of, you know, flatline kind of a feel like a meditation. They're not prayer. We're on your knees begging some being to have favor on you and send you something if you're just, you know, where you're justifying all the things you did for people and you helped with the soup kitchen and you gave your money to the, to the, you know, homeless and, and how come you don't have any and look at all these people who've been helping and where's your favor, where's your favor, where's your favor. That's that prayer part. Well, that's secular. Um, prayer is a secular activity. So that's basically praying to something kind of outside of you and hoping for favor. There's a place for that for sure. Not condemning it, but that's where that is. The meditation, on the other hand, everybody says, okay, just blank out. And just, you know, breathe and blank out. And that's good for getting to that point of um, expansion, a, a sense of expansion, a sense of the access to consciousness and levels of consciousness that when your mental mind is so active you shut off to it doesn't mean that it stops you just can't hear it so that's a very important piece of this prayer is a is a is a good piece of it as well but today what i want to talk about is focus what i call focus sessions sometimes um neville goddard it calls it feel it real uh there's there's many prosperity leaders out there Catherine ponder is one these are books by the way Authors that you should look up, Catherine Ponder, P-O-N-D-E-R, um, Dynamic Laws of Prosperity is a staple in my spiritual library. Um, uh, Wallace Waddle, W-A-T-T-L-E-S, is W, so it's Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E, and then Waddle is his last name, W-A-T-T-L-E-S. Uh, if you go on Amazon and look them up, he, these, these folks are, pa I, Catherine Ponder, I believe is still alive, but Neville and Wallace are, are, have passed on. Anyway, um, I think, I forget what Wallace's, um, when I go on the break, I'll find Wallace's title of this book. I'm seeing it in my head a little bit, but I can't get the full name off my, in, in the top of my head. But his name, he's, he's a classic. He is one of the biggest prosperity leaders ever. And then there's Neville Goddard, G-O-D-D-A-N-E-V-I-L-L-E. -L -L -E. So it's Neville Goddard. And he has free lectures online. Um, he passed away in 1972. He's a, a, just a genius when it comes to prosperity teaching. And um, I've studied with all of these very extensively. And there's plenty of other ones that I've studied, but I think 
of the of all of them. Um, Catherine Ponder is like you can literally go to Barnes and Noble right now and get any of her books. Um, her, the two books that I like the most are Dynamic Laws of Prosperity and Open to Receive. She's 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 brilliant. And then Neville, um, there's there's if you just Google his name, you can you know find all kinds of stuff on Neville Goddard. Um, so when but what all these folks say, okay. They're not really into the whole go to church and pray for the money and then just sit back and wait for it to drop into your life. And they're also not really into the whole meditation in a cave or on the mountain or at the beach and just, you know, blank out. There's a certain type of focus that you do, I call them focus sessions, that you do when you are working on manifesting money. And that creates a little bit more of an active participation and it's not a goal-setting session. That's different, okay? It's, it's more of an active participation activity where you are uh, using your imagination. And they all say this. You know, where you're using your imagination, using your mind's eye to put yourself in a state where you're already what it is you're trying to be, okay, what it is you're desiring. So it's if you're looking to get a new house and you're already in that new house and even though you're in your regular house, and I did this to get from New Jersey to La Jolla, even though you're in your regular house, like I would go to the beach or when in my old house when I was there, I would be in the kitchen of my old house and I would just say I'm now in the kitchen of my new house in La Jolla. I'm now in the bathroom taking a shower in my new house in La Jolla. I was driving my car in La Jolla. And even though I was still in New Jersey, I was, still, I was always positioning myself to be in the state of being where I anticipated being. And it, it actually worked. I had money drop out of the sky literally and off I went. You know, so there's a certain so when you're doing these focus sessions, you want to it really does rely on your imagination. It really does rely on that. That's across all the all the boards. Not you cannot go to any prosperity teacher without them saying to you, you have to see it. And you have to see it in your mind's eye, in your imagination. You're creating it, and you're also putting feeling to it. Now, um, the feeling part. That's hard, and I'll tell you why. Because we have two parts of ourselves. We have our personality, that, you know, the intellect and the mental mind, and the mind that's running you and saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, you need to pay these bills, so you need to go get a better job, or you need to go do this extra work, or you have to, um, you know, like, of course you don't have money for bills because you're a jerk and you, you're paying too much rent, and you did, you know, your mother said, and your father said, and you didn't, and, you know, they didn't pay you the child support, and, and you're spinning, right? You've got that voice. That's your personality voice. And then you've got the real intuitive version of you that God part of you, the creator within you, and everybody's looking for that creator outside to drop money down on them, but what they don't realize is the real engine is inside, and it projects out, okay, so that creator, I'm going to call it, you know, say God, say Christ, I'm going to call it the creator just for the sake of the show for so that we can get through all of the different opinions on that, that right word for that, um, that creator is sitting inside of you, and I been shown clairvoyantly that it sits right in your solar plexus, right behind your belly button. There's like a ball of light. That's your creator. That's you. That's the energetic version of you. That's the one that is your God self. And what you do is, whatever your dominant thoughts are, whatever your dominant emotions are, you're projecting out. And it then mirrors back to you. Okay? So let's say you're, you know, you're in that zone and you've got the, and you don't even know about this stuff, but you're in that zone where saying, you know what, I'm going to go get that job that I really want. I, it makes my heart sing. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. And you have the sense of knowing and peace. Well, that goes down into the creator. It projects out onto your screen and then boom, it comes up and it's yours. Okay. So it, it, it goes from the energetic, from the creator within you out onto your, your into your life, uh, into the solid aspect of your life and shows up in your world. It, it transforms from the energetic into the physical form. Well, it's because the reason why sometimes things like that happen really fast and you just nail it is because there's no part of you that's incongruent with what you desire. Okay. Now let's talk about the lottery. Oh, you know, I've had 
prosperity teacher after prosperity teacher after prosperity teacher say, oh, you can have everything you want, but you never want the lottery because the lottery people lose all their money before they even get it and all this whatever. thing about the lottery, this is why, the pe- why people don't necessarily win the lottery, because people have so much judgment around what it means. They judge whether, you know, it's too easy to get it that way. It's not a real way of money. I'm not a gambler. Gambling is a sin. Um, oh, all the people who get money from the lottery end up being broke in five years. They have all kinds of judgment. So they put so much judgment on that whole process that they can't receive it. When you have a lot of judgment around something, you can't receive it. Okay? So you look at uh, uh, Kim Kardashian, and you say, I hate Kim Kardashian. She's materialistic. She's a jerk. She's a mother. Kim is rich. <laughs> okay? You got uh, Warren Buffett. Oh, he's untouchable. You got Richard Branson. Oh, he's untouchable. You got Donald Trump. Oh, he's a jerk. You judge all these people about their money, and you literally are taking a hatchet to your own. I'm not saying you have to judge the, you have to like the virtues of these people, but don't vilify anybody for their money. Because remember, we're all connected. Donald Trump has that same creator in his belly, too. You know? So, we're all connected. So when you start vilifying other people, you're judging, oh, that one, they're just, you know, wealthy pig, and they don't do anything for society, and if I had that kind of money, I'd give it all away, and, you know, all of this, and they try to create virtue out of lack. You ne- you're never going to get money. And it was funny, I talked to my sister the other day, she went to somebody's big house, and the person had... uh She's like an heiress. She's she's like the daughter of a big grocery store chain owner. And my sister's telling me, oh, my God, oh, my God, we went on a field trip. And we had like all these like 300 kids. And we went to this, you know, place. And, and they hadn't paid the bill the right way, so they wouldn't let them in the park. And, you know, this gal had gone in. She was kind of moderating the whole thing, this wealthy lady. And she went in, and she found out that the bill was over $1,000 that hadn't been paid, and they wouldn't let them in the park. So she put it on her credit card. So she came back to my sister. She goes, oh, my God, I had to put this whole thing on my credit card. And my sister looks at her and says, really? Like, well, you should just be happy that you can do that. You know, and she kind of condemned her for having the money to be able to do it. And I had to explain to her, if you want that secret check to work for you, you can't be saying to the woman, oh, you should, you know, you don't have it bad. The rest of us really have it bad. You know, you should, you should basically saying, you know, you should be ashamed of the wealth that you have. And because the rest of us don't have it. And if you start seeing yourself and judging everybody as haves and have not, and you find it more virtuous to be on the have not side, you are literally, I mean, when I say you are a repellent to your money, you are a repellent. So it was a lesson I learned very early on um, that Regardless of what you think about the person, don't vilify their wealth. Don't. Because, you know, you just say, okay, because when you accept their wealth, you can accept your own. Now, you know, you can say, oh, the drug cartels and Amari, am I supposed to, you know, support all the people? I'm not talking about illegal, okay? I'm not talking about getting it illegally. I, you know, work with me here on the topic, okay? Because I know there's, there's a lot that comes up. This is the same thing. Now, here's, here's the other piece of this, all right? I want you to take a piece of paper right now if you're, if you're not driving, obviously, or vacuuming or whatever you do when you're listening to the show. And if you don't do it now and you're listening to the podcast, you can do it later. But this is an exercise that's really telling. You draw a circle, okay, with, but you leave a little opening. You don't complete it. Just leave a little opening. That's one circle. And then next to it, I want you to draw a circle, but the circle is made of dashes. So you have a line and then a space and a line and a space and a line and a space all the way around. You have two circles. One that's just got one little opening and then the other. The first one is generally how people see their willingness to receive money. They have a very specific idea of the, quote, right way, the, quote, virtuous way to receive money. And that's through their job. And hopefully it's a good job, but, you know, because they're working that nine-to-five job, that is legit. Okay? Now, in that same original circle, you might have another space, which would be investment dividends. 
might be another space um, you're willing to receive it uh, from, you know, a pension, you know. But it's a very basic traditional way. Now, anything else you shut off to, you know, lottery winnings, gifts, uh, other types of work, you know, maybe network marketing, other kinds of work that aren't your nine-to-five job. Being an entrepreneur, oh, those people are unstable, you know, getting a gift. Oh, I, you know, I couldn't accept that, that, you know, I, I never accept money from people. Getting a loan, oh, no, I can't have debt. You know, so you're, you're shut off. Now, the next circle is being willing to receive from multiple lines of income, multiple sources of supply. Because at the end of the day, that creator energy, the God energy that starts within you and expands out, and interconnects with everyone, so that's the overall God, okay? That's the source of your supply. These little things, jobs and dividends and lottery winnings and gifts and inheritances and, you know, projects and selling things and whatever, those are channels of distribution of that supply. One of the big reasons why people get stuck with money is because they get very myopic on how they're willing to receive it. There are certain times, especially if you work for yourself, and you, you're not married. You don't have that extra income. You're on one income. There are times where you're going to have to go into debt. I went to a real estate many years ago. I went to a real estate um, seminar with Robert Kiyosaki. And he said that they had this whole ratio of debt and credit. And how, as real estate investors, they never expected a really good real estate investor to have fantastic credit because he's leveraging himself. He's putting himself at risk to get the money to use his credit to work for him. So when you have those people with 800 credit scores, they're usually not taking a lot of financial risk. They don't have a lot of debt. They're not carrying a load of any debt. When you have somebody who, you know, if you look at someone like a Donald Trump, you know, where he's had all kinds of bankruptcies and everything, he's constantly leveraging his money. You know, now I'm not saying I'm not pushing Donald, but I'm just saying that there's, you know, when people say, well, how do those people make that kind of money? They leverage themselves. They risk. I'm not saying go into debt to the point you can't get out of it. I'm just saying that there's a certain willingness to risk that has to happen in order for you to receive from multiple sources. Okay. Now, most importantly, though, that I'm reason why I'm bringing up these two diagrams, those different, you know, spaces and different lines of supply going into the whole is that when you open your mind to stop judging, oh, she's an actor, that's not a real job. Oh, they're, you know, a philanthropist, oh, that's not a real job. Oh, she's in spirituality, you never make money doing that. Oh, she's an artist, you know, I make money the real old-fashioned way. You know, when you do that, you're literally shutting down how God can get money to you. So then you go praying for money. But you say, but I'm only willing to receive it from this one job, from this one way. People try to hold on to the job. The job, they're about to lose the job. They're trying to hold on for dear life. And, oh, nothing else is ever going to come for me. And I'm like, it has to be this. It has to be this. And you are shutting down. You can have somebody to show up and give you money if you're open to that. Okay? So when you look at those, and I really implore you, don't just sit and listen. I have a lot of people who do that. Just sit and listen to me, and then they come through the feeding hole again. They want to just be encouraged. They don't want to do the work. Okay? Get out your piece of paper. Get your pen out and give yourself the visual. Invest your physical hand into the physical piece of paper with that pen in your hand and draw this out. Because what you're doing is you're telling your energy, I'm willing to look at things differently by taking action. That's the kind of action I'm, ta- I'm talking about. Don't just sit and listen to these podcasts and then just expect things to change. You've got to really like, dig it, okay? So giving, when you, when you look at it that way and you say, okay, these are the, I'm willing to open up space in my life to receive. And that space could also be what Catherine Ponder calls rich, happy, financial surprises. Rich, happy, financial surprises. And you can write that down for yourself. I'm open to accept and willing to receive rich, happy, financial. And why am I taking the time to talk about this stuff and not just giving you a little tactic? Oh, draw this picture and visualize it and do this kind of session and that. Because this is the stuff that really creates the block. Okay? This is the stuff that really stops the flow. And I'll tell you what, when you just oh, I remember when I first saw that diagram of a stone corporate America, I always kind of had that feeling, but I was 
constantly being beat up for having that feeling. So when I had somebody actually show me and say, yeah, 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 I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been right all along. Oh, wow, oh, wow, that makes sense. When I did start, I started to be willing to receive it from so many different directions, and that freed me up from having to work nine to five. You know, and then when I got into manifesting and, you know, being willing to receive out of thin air, it started to come out of thin air. But it's really a matter of you as your creator from the inside saying out into the, you know, energetic grid, I'm willing to receive from multiple sources of income. Okay? Now, open to receive and being willing to accept are two different things. This is another little subtlety, okay? If you get money, and this happens for a lot of you, especially because you're light workers and you're doing this kind of work, and you say, wow, Mari, you know, I've had plenty of people say, I got this money, I did it, you know, I did my big move, I did the thing I really wanted to do, and then I don't know where the bottom dropped out, and it all went away. And now I'm scared to ever want it again because it all went away. It's like I have a fit, I go up and I go down, and I go up and I go down. Most of the time, that's caused because you were open to receive it, but you weren't willing to accept it. And that's why it goes away. You can't sustain it. You weren't willing to have the money because you can't sustain it. Okay? And, and, and the evidence of that is not being able to sustain it. One of the reasons why it's hard for you to have money, and I want you to look at this and be really honest with yourself. You can write this one down in your journal as well. You've got to ask yourself, what judgments do I have around having money? Really look at it. If you're, you know, just Google a picture of Kim Kardashian. How do you feel? You hate her? <laughs> you hate the Louboutins? Ah, you know, she's spent $33,000 on a pair of shoes. It could be feeding the people in Bangladesh. You know, <clears throat> that judgment will make your money go away. What you can say instead is, you know what? She's got a right to her own choices. I would really, if I was going to do that, I would, you know, go and do micro loans in South Africa or, you know, I would invest my money a little differently than Louboutins. No, but so be it. That's what her choice is. Allow her the choice because when you don't, you shut down your own willingness, your own ability to receive. And then when you finally do overcome yourself and get the money, it's very hard to hold on to it if you have so much judgment around all the people who have it. I hear it constantly. I fight with one of my friends all the time because she vilifies everybody's wealth. Everybody. She knows she has a very, very specific way in a hard work and this and this and this and this. And she struggles minute by minute by minute by minute. But she finds a lot of virtue in the struggle. She feels like she's a better person because she's slogging it out and, you know, having a hard time. And I don't argue with her anymore. I don't try to teach her. I don't try to help her. I don't try to give her tools. I don't try to do any of it. Just say, okay. And then every so often she says some has some sort of epiphany and she's like, oh. But then she goes and she beats up some other wealthy person saying that they, you know, they, they shouldn't have what they have. And the whole cycle starts over again. Okay, so um, let me just do one more thing before we go into the break and then we'll take some calls. Uh, I wanted to, to lay this out a little differently because these are the real key blocks that I see over and over and over again. Okay. That self, that sense of, of disconnect that we feel that the money is limited, that some people get it, some other people don't, that we get it and we can't hold on to it, that a lot of times we're terrified to have it, you know, and once you get it, it kind of, that's another reason why it'll go away. It'll kind of evaporate. Sometimes people, I remember seeing one of my friends, she'll get, she'll get a chunk of money. She starts spending on all kinds of little silly things because she was afraid. She wanted to spend, 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 because she knew it's going to run out. And I know it's going to run out, so I just got to get the stuff that I want now. And then batten down the hatches to the next low, you know. And so what she was doing, she was creating this churn. And, and that, you know, that's, that was really hard on her system because she was always having to dig up out of a hole and then she would get like a, it would, it created fits and starts. You know, it's like tropical storms that come in once a day, you get a little drop and then you're dry again and then you drop and dry instead of a nice steady kind of waterfall effect. So I want you to really do some evaluation of what you're in your own world. Okay. 
Because all the tactics and stuff, you can certainly get plenty wonderful, wonderful tactics from Neville Goddard, wonderful tactics from Catherine Ponder, wonderful from Wallace Waddles. Also, you know, my friend Dane, Dr. Dane here has a really awesome book. Uh, and on the break, I'll he'd kill me for not knowing it off the top of my head. But if you if you look him up at accessconsciousness.com, he has a really great book. Uh, um, the the problem isn't money, it's you. Something like that. It's something on that line. Oh, you can look them up on Amazon. And there's a book that his money book, awesome money book. Really, really good stuff. Those guys really know what they're doing when it comes to you know the whole the tactics of the money. But all of that stuff won't work if these basic keys aren't in place. And that's that's the point. And I'm feeling like I'm going to have to do a part two of this show just because I want to get to some calls. So we'll probably do that. Um, so. If you'd like to call in to ask a question, please, uh, you can get on the lines now. We have a lot of people in the queue already, 347-215-9485. And um, let me come back. If there's anything I've forgotten for today, I'll let you know, and we'll get on to some calls. So um, I think that's it for, for the moment. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Are you? 
Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work With Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. We're back. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and today we're talking all about manifesting money. And I had told you I was going to look up two book titles for you. Um, so Dane's book is Right, Riches, or You. And you can look at that. I think that's on Amazon. Uh, Dr. Dane here, H-E-E-R. And then uh, Wallace Waddles is The Science of Getting Rich. His book, Wallace Waddles, is up there with uh, Napoleon Hill, and you know he's he's a real you know one of the grandfathers of prosperity kind of guy. Really put all these prosperity principles and teachings into into the work. So I highly suggest, and I believe you can get a public domain copy of Wallace Waddles' book online. Um, I know I I have one somewhere, and then I had it printed out. I sent the file to the to the printer, and I printed it out and have it in a binder somewhere in all of my stored stuff. Um, really, really classic stuff, really good stuff. So then when you get these books, you look through and you find out, you look through and see what resonates the most with you personally because each person is different with what will work for them. Somebody, one of your friends will say, oh, this works for me, this works for me, this works for me. And then for you, it doesn't work because your your energy, your frequency isn't in that kind of zone. Okay? So don't assume that... Um, it has to work for you, you know, tactic by tactic, technique by technique. Let your intuition lead the way. And you don't have to be perfect with this stuff for it to work. That's another thing. You can be, you know, I would say 75% on point with it. And what you really want to create more than, you know, like three hours of focusing and then go back to your old ways for seven days, you want to, I would rather you do, you know, 10 minutes of focus and then in between those focus sessions, then you're constantly saying, I thank you for that new whatever it is I'm requiring, you know, requiring a new home or thank you for a beautiful, oh, that wonderful job or thank you for that wonderful, um, you know, windfall or thank you for the $20,000 or I feel so much better now that I already have the 20000 or I already feel so much better. And you start to be the person that you are with the money because essentially there's no past, there's no future. There's only present. You already have the money. It just has to demonstrate to you in the physical energy. So when you're a creator, when you're telling your creator with emotion, you know what, please bring me $20,000 so I can, you know, be debt-free or whatever, and, you know, I'm, I am that $20,000. I'm already that $20,000 because the $20,000 is the same energy that I am. That's the same energy that God is, the same energy that the flowers, the bookcase, everything is. I'm already that twenty grand. Now demonstrate it to me in my physical experience. And then if you kind of command that so and you kind of feel that and close your eyes and you know, have that focus session on that, then you're going to, um, in between when it, you've asked, you know, you've, you've commanded it so and then you're, you're allowing it to come forward, that in-between phase, I call it the meantime phase, you want to be saying thank you so much for that. Or it feels so good to already have that. And just keep yourself in the state of it's already there. Okay? There's a purpose for that. Because if you swing back and forth, what you do is you literally turn it on and then you cancel the order. It's like running back and forth to the kitchen and the diner. I'm canceling it. No, I'm keeping it. No, I'm not. I know I don't. No, I do. Yes, it is. Your dominant waking thoughts are actually the thoughts that manifest, not the one-hit wonder manifesting session. Whatever your screen, your 
the screensaver in your mind is, is what shows up in your world. So you look at your world right now without doing any of these exercises, and you look at your finances, your relationship, your kids, your everything, and that is telling you exactly what your dominant repetitive thoughts in your head are over and over and over and over and over. If you are doubting yourself, you will get people coming up in your world who doubt you, who pressure you, who victimize you, okay? If you're a victim and you're constantly, you know, you know, this always happens to me, this always happens to me, that feeling will show up, it personifies itself and shows up as people in your world. So you have, you know, all these people criticizing you. I've had so many people um, question the kind of work that I do. And I was getting really, really upset about it. And I finally had one person say I was that's flat out a fraud. So I'm like, well, no, 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 that wasn't okay. And I went after her, like, you know, but I got, I stood up for it. And I said, wait a second. You know, as I've learned these principles, they said, what part of me was not feeling, you know, okay? And, you know, as I was thinking, I know I'm not good, but when I was thinking about taking the book, which is an, a big international marketing campaign is being put together. And, you know, this is big. This is like every major media outlet, they're going through everything, right? So you do when you start thinking, okay, I'm going to be out of my little aha bubble here, my little safe, you know, little safe haven here in blog talk, and I'm going out into the open water, the Today Show, who knows where. How much scrutiny am I going to be put up to? So, yeah, somebody showed up in my world that says, oh, I think she's a fraud. Well, she was just mirroring my own, worries about what's going to happen when I go off into the big open waters. How many people are going to, you know, would think that what I do is fraudulent, right? So she actually gave me a gift by being so vicious because it helped me to heal it. And now I've got a whole string of people who completely believe what I'm doing. And not that I need them to, but it is much nicer to have that than to have the, the adversarial people in the world, okay? So when when people, you know, start saying, oh, well, this one did this to me and that one did that to me, it's really your own internal screensaver that's projecting that out on, onto the world. So, all right. So I gave you uh, Wallace Waddle's book, The Science of Getting Rich. I gave you Dr. Dane Here's book, Right Riches for You. Okay, let's take, I know that we started a little late, so we're going to go a little late. Um, and if you're on the line and waiting, please stand by and keep your uh, ears open for when we open a line. Okay. So we have uh, Julia in Florida. Hi, Julia. Hi, Mari. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, you are welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. What's your question? I am looking for my sanctuary. I am in the process of divorce, and I'm temporarily living with my mom, and I started Mm -hmm. looking for my own place. And I took a road awesome. trip yesterday to check out the neighborhood and find a place that really feels like I think I'd like to live here. <laughs> right, right. So, so I've what's the question? Know, I'm taking the action, and I want to know what you see around me. You know, connecting with that place and having it come together. And if you happen to get a time frame for it, it would be great. Um, you know, I'm not going to answer the time frame because it's just too predictive, but what I will say will bring it in faster for you is you're doing all the right things, first of all, just want you to know that. Second of all, there's an angel who's helping you, Angel Jophiel, J-O-P-H-I-E-L. She's helping you, okay? And she's the one that you call on for house situations and, you know, creating sanctuary in particular. And I'm like, I like that you said that because you know what that says to me about you, Julia, is that you have a strong sense of self-love that you're looking at creating a nourishing environment for yourself. And that's the piece you want to focus on to bring it in faster is that nourishment. So when you're looking for the place, you're saying, you know, you're getting into that emotion of how nourished you feel by being there, how, you know, you feel that sense of rest, that where you can really sleep and you can sleep well, where you can grow your own vegetables, whatever those, those things that you perceive to be sanctuary are. So that's, that's going to be your fuel and your octane to bring that forward. It does feel like it's going to be something that you see as you're driving by as opposed to like going with a realtor and trying to, you know, bang it out that way. It feels like there's something like a buy owner type of situation that um, whether it's a rental or buying, whatever you want it to be, 
But it's really important now that every step you take in your own house right now, where, where you are with your family, when you're in that shower, you're in the shower in the sanctuary. When you're sleeping in the bed, you're going to sleep in the sanctuary. You're waking up in the sanctuary. You're eating breakfast in the sanctuary. Do you get what I'm saying? That's your yeah. pulsion. And I'm telling you, it'll come really fast. One of the reasons why I don't want to give you a time frame is because it can muck up. It can come faster than that. And if you're stuck on what I say, you could be repelling it. So I don't want to put any kind of block in your way, okay, with that. But it's very okay. close. It's very close. And unless you're really, if you get into that, because remember, you're just projecting it out from you anyway. So the more consistent you are with that, it's just, it's it's like right there. So I think you're you're really on the right track, and your energy feels nice and light and bright, fresh starts, new beginnings, and I wish you the best of luck. I'm gonna have to jump to the next person, but I hope that's okay, helped a little thanks bit. Thanks so much. So, you're welcome. You. Okay, take care. Okay, so next we have Janet in Massachusetts. Hi, Janet. Are you can you hear me? Okay. Yep, I can hear you. Hi. Hi. I'm just I'm interested in um, a question about life purpose because um, I have some things that are you know changing a lot right now um, with I never really have just one job I have a few different ones that kind of make full time mm-hmm. and I have an interest that's like a life purpose piece too that isn't about work so I'm trying to figure out where to focus right now um, as far as what's going to be happening with jobs and how that's going to create the income, but also have time for the life purpose. So what do you, what, what, yeah, go ahead. What's the question? (laughs) Just basically where's the best place to focus at this moment? What's the most support for, you know, the immediate project type of thing? Well, I think the reason why you're not getting the full Monty is because you're, you're thinking split. You're thinking, okay, well, this is yeah. this, and that's that, and this is this, and that's that. And so what you're doing is you're telling that creator within you to project onto you a split situation. Okay, so really it's very much dictated by what you choose to see as your optimal ideal and then allowing that to project out. That optimal ideal, though, you're afraid of it because you're afraid that if I really, really am honest with myself, it won't show. But understand that if you take some time with your journal, go out in nature, you know, lake, beach, whatever, and you, you sit with your journal and you really write down, what does my perfect day look like? I, have, I do this with my, I used to do this with my, my um, career management clients. What does my perfect day look like? Who do I wake up next to? How do I run my day? What does it include? What are the types of activities I do that create income for me? What are the types of activities I do as hobbies and pastimes? And really create the lifestyle picture for yourself. Then that's what I did, Okay. And um, many, many years ago, and it's actually starting to come through now, okay? And the reason why, what happens is when you get that big picture, like the picture of like the, on the puzzle box, you know, so you have something to put all the pieces up to you to work towards, you get that big picture, what will happen is different things will happen in your life, and don't be afraid to say, I want to have a business, or I want to be in this profession as what I consider to be my kind of life purpose label that you you're putting on yourself and then if it comes it'll come in different configurations because usually there's a pathway to get to that big thing like I always wanted to have my own tv show well that was you know I've been wanting that for 20 years but the last 20 years have been creating me so that I could do that you know I'm really close now because but it's been step by step by side to do a radio show for us I had to do on telephone with that you know there's learning pieces so don't think that what you're doing doesn't apply to that big picture but I can tell you that you'll keep yourself fragmented if you keep looking at it fragmented so okay. um, pick I, a I lane know that community is I know community is a big piece because I'm in the process of developing some support group type stuff to kind of get a ball rolling mm-hmm. so that feels important right now yeah um, I would just it's really important to commit it to paper because that's what you're doing. You're programming that creator within you to project it out in whatever configuration it needs to be put into. Because your creator has eyes that you don't have, right? It has access to wisdom that you might not have in your mental mind. But it's giving you, it's the gateway to everything available to you 
in the universe, you know. So when you say, okay, here's my intention, here's what I'm programming, this is what I desire, it'll reflect out onto the grid and it'll bring you various configurations of things. And you need to have this written down, what your big vision is. You say, oh, you know, that little part-time thing I'm doing, I thought it was useless, but it just taught me how to organize people. Okay, got got that skill. That does map into the big picture. That might take five years to get ultimately. You know what I mean? So I don't want you, so that way when you're in these fragmented, seemingly fragmented things, start to look at it a little deeper below the surface and see what is it I'm actually, what's right about this? What am I learning here that's going to actually map into that big picture and that gives me a skill set? I spent seven years in corporate America. I hated every minute of it. It was kicking, screaming, everything. But it gave me every skill I need to do now. Where people had to hire all kinds of coaches for ten and twenty and a hundred thousand dollars a year, I could do it all myself because I had a big corporate career. Okay, yeah. now, at the time I thought it was a total waste, but ultimately in this business it saved me a half a million dollars in coaching, easy. Okay, okay. so nothing you're doing is for naught, but you don't think of it fragmented because then your programming fragmented. I hope that helps. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to jump to the next person, but I hope that's giving yeah. you a little bit of insight. Yes, very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay, let's take Mike in Arizona. Hi, Mike. Still there? Okay, Mike is gone. Okay, one more here. All right, let's uh, go with Caroline. Caroline in Ontario. Hi, Caroline. Hi. Hi, Maury. Thank you very much for taking my call. You're welcome. Lots to learn, lots to learn, informative call so far. Um, I'm in the process of reading Napoleon Hill and Uh um, Conscious Money. Excellent. Um, I feel that I've been doing all the right stuff, getting active. Um, Mm -hmm. I have my level 2 Reiki. I have my level 2 IET. Um, I need some finances to move forward. Working hard on manifesting them. Okay, but, stop. Uh, okay, stop, stop, stop. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop you there because I I'm, I have like a minute left, but I'm going to stop you there and say this. The working hard, your your energy is like slogging energy, and that does not create money. Okay, so you're applying old-fashioned kind of Puritan work ethic uh, energy to the manifesting practice, and that does not work. It'll kill it. Okay, so what I'm working say, hard on this. What did you I, call it? Um, did you say flogging? Flogging. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so what you, that's the energy that you do not want to put into your manifesting. Manifesting is sprightly. It's bright. It's lifted. It's literally creating your day. It's creating who you are. Okay, it's not like a job. Okay, so it's not I'm doing this and I'm doing this and then this should should happen and I don't have enough money to get that to happen. So then, you know, that energy will kill it. So the the way that you need to do the the kind of the shift in focus, and I I think Napoleon Hill is good, to be honest. I think you'll have a happier time with Catherine Ponder. Um, because she's a little bit more Catherine Ponder, P-O-N-D-E-R. The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity. She'll, I think her, she's easier than Napoleon Hill. She's just a little more modern. She's kind of, it's further down the prosperity pike a little bit. And she's okay. a little bit easier, has easier applications. Um, and she's just got a kind of a brighter energy. Not that Napoleon isn't good. I'm not saying derail it, but... I just don't want you to get so caught in perfectionism that you lose the energy of it. Okay. Now, so as far as and when you say you know, when you say flogging, um, flogging, does that flogging, we mean that um, I'm sort of beating up my energy on it. Yes, and and what I mean by that is not so much beating. Oh your energy, but what you're doing is you're approaching it like a job, just the way you were describing it. I know you're trying to be organized to explain to me what you've been doing, kind of like giving me your, your symptoms so I can diagnose it. But the, I always listen to the energy. Because people like 
get on here yeah. and tell me all kinds of things, but I'm listening to the energy of it, okay? And the energy of it is I'm reading the books, I'm doing the things, I'm going step by step, I'm doing it the right way, but I don't have the money. And I, you, know, you see that? Now, the difference yeah. is, say, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot, but most importantly, I wrote, like what I told the last caller, you're going to write down what that perfect day looks like, how it looks, how it feels. You know, wow, you know, like I, I think to myself, I'm going to be living in my beautiful house on the hill overlooking the ocean. I have my staff there. You know, Sam's coming. I'm flying him in. We're doing these strategy sessions. Then we're going out to the beach and we're going for, you know, crab cakes or whatever. It's, it's awesome. You know, this is what this this is going to look like. And then I get on my YouTube channel and I have the videos. And blah, 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 you know, and then Oprah calls me. You know, this kind of is a lift. There, that's where it can come, you know. But if I say, okay, well, I've been doing this and then I that and this and that, it's approaching it like a work. Okay, you have to approach this from the child energy. There's got to be okay, that the child energy is what creates it, not the masculine task it out. There's plenty of that later, but you okay. can't. The point of creation starts from the kid, and that's where okay. we as adults, you're approaching this so adult. The kid is like, oh, God, no, not more work. Are you kidding me? Can't I just enjoy the idea of whatever the end result is? So start from the kid energy and let that burst forth as opposed to the slogging energy. I'm going to do a part two of this, Paul, I think, because I think there's just so much. But I wanted to sort of just throw down a gauntlet and just sort of throw it and then see what you guys were saying in your questions to see if it was you know worth the time of doing a second call to kind of fit in a little bit more. Um, so we'll do a second show about this. But I hope that helps just a little bit. I want that energy. I, I think that's where you need to focus. Get the Catherine Ponder stuff. Um, yeah. Dane stuff is great. Those other books I told you, I think they're better than Napoleon Hill for where you're at in your energy. I really do. I think that the um, the access work will help. And I think Catherine Ponder, uh, just for me, listening to feeling your energy, I think she's going to be, you're going to look at her and say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, okay. Instead of, okay, I need to see this, I need to see that. And, you know, it's a little bit more yeah. from that feminine. And she's got a good story of how like humble beginnings to building her churches and all that unity churches, et cetera, et cetera. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that, but I hope that's helped. Thank and you. thank you for calling. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. All right. So we are at the end of yet another aha moments radio show. I hope that you guys have enjoyed this and I hope you'll join me for an uh, uh, abundance of prosperity Akashic Record reading. These are going to be really awesome. We'll be able to get much more into uh, your specific issues in the records. It really, really helps and get some healings done as well. I can go on ahamomentsworld.com to sign up for my email and you'll get that email tonight. And in the meantime, we'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. And you know my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want, absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments. We can't wait to see you there.